1: So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. How the heck are you? Actually, I already know the answer to that question. You're running around like a maniac. You have no money maybe a little bit. You're really excited about the year. You're also terrified and you're trying to last minute plan and cram everything into the last two weeks of March so that you can launch your season. If that describes you, you are my people. I understand where you're coming from. I got a great interview for you today. I'm joined by my good friend, Lars. He's the founder of Nice Job. Tons of you guys use Nice Job. It's an incredible, clean, really awesome, automated reputation management software. Fancy way for saying it gets you reviews and it does a whole bunch of other stuff. And we're not just going to talk about that, Uh, although there's some really cool feature updates I think most of you want to hear about. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship and the spring rush and everything else we can think of. Lars, how the heck are you? Hey, Josh. I'm doing really good. Thanks a lot for having me join you today. Yeah, man. So you're a totally different time zone, totally different part of the country for me. But is it similar over there with all these service companies? Freaking out. Spring's coming. The weather's about to break. They can see the light at the end of the tunnel. They're buying stuff, signing up for stuff. I don't know. Procrastinating. I don't know. What What do you see on your end with, with the people you uh, work with?
0: Absolutely. You know, our, our igloos are melting in Canada right now. So uh, the snow is going away and yeah, everyone's just really excited about getting things going for the spring season. And <laughs> Probably you know ninety percent or so of our user base honestly is is stateside and most of them on the east or a lot of them on the east coast. So you know we work with companies all over North America, and this is the time of year. And this is really the perfect time of year to to get ramped up because it is the busy time of year, and getting your your marketing ducks in a row is so important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, let's talk. Let's dive in first with with reviews real quick because um, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like reviews used to be a nice to have, and now they're more of a have to have. Like they're they're increasingly becoming more important. It's becoming more competitive. Technology like yours is amazing. It is, as it is, it's so inexpensive for people to go get a gajillion reviews, and then they're burying their competition, like on the Google four pack and all that. So it's like there's all these like review wars going on. Some people are late to the party. Some people are confused by it, don't know what to do, but tell us about just the landscape of reputation management and kind of how you see things going forward from today now going on
0: yeah so it's um it's pretty exciting uh, the whole customer buying pattern has changed Uh, You know, back, you know, we we started most of our, you know, service companies started with word of mouth advertising. They would tell someone, someone would tell someone else. And now word of mouth has really gone online and it's become reviews. So I won't share a a ton of numbers, but there's a couple that are are really indicative of this. So currently millennials, 18 to 34 year olds, 95% of them check a review before buying 95%, which is just a incredible number, Holy cow. 86, yeah, 86% of one's 34 plus check reviews before buying. So you're talking like nine out of 10 of your customers are going to check a review before buying. And that even happens when they get recommended from a friend. So, you know, you do an amazing job. Your customer tells their friend, Hey, you know, these guys did an amazing job. The friend, the first thing they're going to do is they're still going to Google you and check out what your reviews are. Uh, and a lot of times they value that even more than what the recommendation was. So they've become this essential piece of the puzzle in the whole
1: buying pattern. Yeah, I've heard some. There's been some studies that where people value reviews equal to a recommendation of a friend. Like that's how much the market trusts google and wherever else reviews are you know i amazon played a big role in this i think by just training the market like to check reviews it's like this thing right and i know when i check products like the first thing you do you click the reviews then you read all the bad ones and you're reading the bad ones to see all right was this just a crazy person or do they have a valid point like how many bad ones are there the point is those is that were, we're all doing this the people listening to this they're doing it so if, if you're doing it and you're not actively building a system or putting a system in place like nice job to get reviews this year, that's incongruent with reality and you need to get off your duff and do it. What do you say? Larry? <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I do it every decision I make pretty much that one that you mentioned there about trusting as much as recommendation. So once again, millennials, 91% of them trust as much as a per, trust a review as much as a personal recommendation from a friend. <sighs> so, crazy. you know, that's a huge and you think about our, our, you know, purchasing pattern right now, when you Google something, you've got that that pretty little, we, they, some people call it the snack pack or the local three pack, that section right at the top of your search results page. And that comes above the fold on the page on a mobile screen that dominates the entire first page of the mobile screen. And the only thing that sets those three listings apart is the stars. So when customers, you know, look for a local service company, that's what they see. They see three listings and three sets of stars and three sets of ratings. And it makes the decision really easy for the customer. They look at that and they're like, well, I've got, you know, Joe and he's got 13 reviews and four stars or I've got Bob and he's got 130 reviews and 4.8 stars. Well, which
1: one am I going to click? Yeah, there's no question. You don't it's all subconscious. It happens boom that fast. If you're not in that game, if you're not up in those top one or two spots, you're not even in the game. Like mm-hmm. you, you just don't even matter. And people aren't going to find you. Uh, I got a weird off the ball question for you, Lars. Another thing I've noticed increasing is people uh leaving fake bad reviews for their competitors (laughs) this is so (laughs) so low level so pathetic but it's a real thing um i don't know that there's anything people can do about it but do you have any insight into that like can you get a bad review removed if if it's fake if it's not true how does that work
0: yeah it depends a little bit on which review site they leave it on um but most all the review sites have a flagging mechanism where you can flag a review And then you can kind of state your case about why you want to flag that review. And then it will be up to the actual review channel to decide whether or not your case has merit or not. So it is a thing. It does happen. But it's not a thing that should deter us from being proactive and getting reviews. Actually, the opposite is true. If that is happening then we need to get more
1: reviews more than ever because we need to bury those. uh, Exactly. uh, And that that was my point. It was because if you're not pounding the reviews, if you're not like piling them on and getting lots of five-star reviews, and that happens to you, (laughs) it's a nightmare. Like you can't hide it. Like it becomes your online identity, even if it is fake. It's it's a total disaster. So I don't know. Tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. I mean, let's not just talk about products and reviews like, What's your story? You guys are growing. You've been growing for years. I've known you for quite a long time. How did this all happen? How's the business doing? How, how do you it, see the future going?
0: Yeah, well, that's that was quite a few questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it's been quite a journey. And uh, we, we didn't start off with this. Like I came from a, a ad agency background. I had, along with two partners, an agency in Toronto. And we did a blue chip client Advertising. So we we did Samsung for North, uh, for Eastern North America, did NFL, NHL, a lot of larger clients, um, and it was it was a good time. I was like mid to late twenties at the time. We were having a lot of fun. We got enormous budgets to play with, but uh, the whole thing revolved around. Uh, just giant ad spends nothing about the quality of service that was provided nothing about the customers it was just revolved around you know the money and marketing which is really you know it it just makes marketing dirty Um, and it's not the way that things should be done so I got out of that it was it was quite disillusioning because marketing uh, was very you know dishonest um, and was looking for ways to do reputation marketing. Marketing that revolved around the quality of work and the quality of service. Marketing that helped the really good companies excel and the companies that didn't care, you know, that didn't reward them. That So that, you know, the companies that deserved the reputation would get it. Um, now, the, the exit from the ad agency was a little less elegant. This is something that I know that you've gone through, Josh. Um, we'd planned this, you know, you know, we were doing really good. We had some good clients. We thought we could have this really nice story where we'd get out and, you know, have funds to be able to, you know, fund the next thing. Um, but 2008 hit us in the recession and we lost all our clients in October of 2008, a week before the sale deal was done. So we're just about to have this nice elegant exit and then we lost it all. And a so we week ended up before? With nothing. Yeah, literally, we had all the paperwork done up, and a week before, um, yeah, we we lost the whole kit and caboodle. Well, those
1: buyers Uh, really dodged a bullet then. I mean, you had to eat the bullet, unfortunately, but good grief, a week before, that's like a movie, that's like impossible, unbelievable. So, you just lost everything then, or what happened? Yeah,
0: started from scratch. So, started from scratch on on, uh, a new venture, windowcleaning.com, so... I worked with, uh, and quite a few of uh, the ones listening probably know my my partner in that, Mark Palmer. So the two of us worked together on WindowCleaning.com for quite a few years and tried to develop this model where we used companies' reputation to power their marketing. So it wasn't about you know who had the biggest ad spend; it was about who had the best reputation, who was doing the best work, and then
1: using that to power their marketing. And you transitioned out of that. Did you sell window? cleaning.com or is that a different business now
0: yeah so i sold that to mark and he's still running it now but uh, we took all the software that powered windowcleaning.com, and that's what nice job has been built from because it worked so good for windowcleaning.com, the software side of things and we took that and we wanted to make that available to everyone every every business out there that truly cares about their, cu- their customers and helping those businesses get the reputation they deserve And the really cool thing is, you know, when we started this reputation marketing, 2010, we might have been a little bit ahead of our time. Uh, It was was tough, you know, but now we're in a spot where, like you said, you know, we've been trained to buy things based on these review counts, thanks to Amazon and other companies like that. So now we've just hit prime time for companies to market their reputation. Uh, and it's been awesome. Like the growth over the last two years has been astounding.
1: Yeah, I think you are really in the right place at the right time with this, man. And But you've been chipping away at it for a long time. Isn't it funny how eventually something works and everybody's like, thinks you're an overnight success but they forget the 10 years of pain and suffering that (laughs) happened right before it (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) it it is true eh? it's the life of the entrepreneur like you never see the the blood sweat and tears that came all for all those years to get to the point where it actually becomes that that success
1: right you have like three customers and the one just emails you every day because he forgets his password (laughs) every day and you're like you're manually doing it at like 11 at night and just rolling your eyes saying, What did I do? I should, why didn't I just become a teacher and go to college? What did I do? What did you do with your life, Lars? At least that's what I felt at times, but the reward is so worth it. So tell us a little bit about some of the new things you've built with Nice Job. And by the way, Nice Job integrates with Send Gym. Tons of Send Gym users listen to the podcast. And what that means is you can automate. Uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. So when you're done with the job, doesn't matter what kind of company you have, you can send a thank you postcard to them, you can send brownies to them, you can send a ringless voicemail to them, all using SendJim, but you can also automate the review request process through NiceJob automatically in the background, which is pretty cool. Can you explain that and also your new features? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I love our integration with Um We're so, we're we're really focused on taking the, using the power of the technology to take the work out of your hands. And that comes through automating your systems and connecting them together. So when we can connect something like SendGym, which is an amazing tool to NiceJob, it means that the system just works on its own. um, That you don't have to actually do anything additional. So in SendGym, we get an automated trigger from SendGym and every time that trigger hits NiceJob, we enroll the customer in a campaign nice job automatically reaches out to the customer can detect when the customer has left a review if they haven't left a review we send the automated follow-ups to the customer and through the system we're getting really high conversions on reviews a lot of our customers are getting north of 30 percent on their conversion rate on getting reviews from clients so that's uh that's awesome and th- the best part is you just press play you just turn it on and it works
1: yeah and so help me understand the mechanics just for the listeners to understand uh, we trigger or, you know nice job triggers what you call a campaign break that down like as simple as you can what happens what is sent to to who what channel is it sent through is it an email is it a text like what's the order of events
0: so we, we try to get to the customer in the way that's going to be most likely for them to be able to leave a review so we, we're trying to remove barriers to leaving a review Um, So, in the past, maybe you've tried things like, you know, verbally asking or putting it on postcard or all these create a barrier because it's just not easy. So, our first point of contact with the customer is through an SMS. We fire them off an SMS message before you've even left the job site. You know, you haven't even gone in your van yet, and the customer is getting a text to their phone in their pocket automated from you with a personal message uh, inviting them to leave a review, which is Awesome. Uh, one click, we detect what's going to be the best spot for that customer to leave a review. So we're able to check if they're logged into Google or other major review channels, and then we funnel them to the spot where they're most likely to be able to leave the review. They leave a review, and right away that review shows up, matched to that customer record, in nice job as soon as it happens.
1: Oh, shizzle. Okay, so after they, let's say that they don't respond to the text right away. You guys keep, uh... Dripping on them and poking them and bugging them uh, for several more times as well, correct?
0: Yeah, but super gracefully. And this is this is one of the really cool parts of the technology. So normally, when when customer leaves a review on a third party channel, let's say Google or Facebook, a lot of the times the name that they leave the review on on that third party channel is different than the name that you might know them as. You know, maybe it's Josh Latimer, but he leaves the review on Facebook
1: under you know, Fuzzy Bunny 3. Uh, <laughs> well, come on. I, I would I, I would have to have something more manly than that.
0: Come on. I well, know. I don't know,
1: Josh. <laughs> Purple unicorn. Um, yeah,
0: maybe. Oh, that's not a bad one. Um, but our technology is able to match up about 80% of your incoming reviews from those third-party channels to the existing customer records. Um, and that means that we're able to detect when Josh has actually left the review and this is something that's not uh, doesn't exist among most other platforms like ours so because we're able to detect if Josh has actually left a review we don't send follow-ups when he has um, because there, it, we you can easily turn a great customer experience into a lousy one by sending a drip campaign to a customer to leave a review But they've already left a review. And now they're getting four more messages saying, hey, can you leave us a review? Oh, that's
1: true. I didn't even think of
0: that. Yeah, it's a horrible customer experience.
1: They're going to go edit the review (laughs) and take away a couple stars.
0: We've actually seen that. We've seen people go and change their review because the review invite experience created a bad impression on the customer. Uh, And the whole point of this is to put your customers first. Think, you know, what will my customer love? So when we built this, it was all about, what will my customer love? So we only send the follow-ups if the customer has not left the review. We've got the technology to be able to automatically determine whether or not they have. Even if they left
1: the review without clicking your specific link, your technology can tell. Oh, yeah. Right? That's huge.
0: Yeah. And then we're able to uh, follow up with those customers in different forms. So we send follow up emails, Um, we use a variety of different styles of emails and content in the emails. The timing of the emails when they're delivered and the style of the email is is determined through our system. So we use a lot of data analysis to figure out when's the best time to send the email, what's the best format for every customer, and the system keeps getting smarter. So the more invites that we send, the smarter our software gets, so our conversion rates keep going up. Um, so it, it's pretty awesome how it works because as the system gets smarter, you get more reviews.
1: Mm, mm, that's 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 awesome. What platforms does NiceJob allow reviews to be posted to?
0: So our, our kind of our. Gold star for reviews is uh, leaving it on Google, just because of the crazy amount of exposure that you can get with your Google reviews, and you know they they affect rankings now. So your your snack pack, your local three pack ranking, fifteen percent of that comes from how many reviews you have. Uh, last year it was twelve, and you know. Next year, we can only anticipate where it's going due to the trajectory. Like That makes it the single highest ranking factor for your snack pack, wow. which is gigantic. Um, so we obviously try to focus reviews on Google whenever possible. But Facebook's reviews also have tremendous influence because uh, they actually changed names to recommendations a little while ago. So they call them Facebook recommendations. But what's really cool, if you go and leave a recommendation for nice Job, so, you know, Josh, you got tons of friends on Facebook, and you go and you say onto our Facebook and you say, you know, nice job is awesome, I love it. Every one of your friends can get through Facebook notifications a little notification that's saying, Josh just recommended nice job, he said this. So that gives you mm-hmm. a, a potential reach when you
1: ask for a review on Facebook. You know what I see the difference is, is Google is is keyword-focused marketing. Like, if people are searching for the thing that you do, then they see you, see the social proof of your reviews, bam, you got them. Facebook, it can be search-based, but it's also interruption-based. So for all those thousand friends or whatever that see the notification, they might not even be thinking about getting their carpets cleaned or whatever, but they see it, they click it, they scroll around, boom, they hit the get a quote button, and they're really two different... It's like two different... Both powerful ways to do it, but it's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, and nice thing about using an automated tool to to manage your review acquisition is NiceJob also will balance your reviews between the channels. So we are able to make the decision, you know, hey, you need more Facebook reviews because we have all the data so we can decide where it's best to, you know, direct every customer and we balance all that automatically for you.
1: How hard uh, is it to set up NiceJob? How long does it take on average for someone when they get in there, they're all fired up? They whip out their credit card. They send Lars a few bucks. They're logged into their account. How big of a deal is it?
0: Well, you don't have to take your credit card out of the wallet. That's the nice part. Uh, The first 14 days are free, no credit cards. So you can just try it. Uh, I like software that you can try because then you can just check and see if it works and, you know, fits your company and that you like using it. Uh, so yeah, don't even worry about the credit card, just give it a shot. Uh, but in terms of ease, you should be done your setup in about four minutes. Um, literally, you know, that would be your maximum time to set it up on, on a basic level. You just type in your company name, we'll automatically find all your review channels. On a couple of them, like Facebook, we'll ask you to authenticate. So you just click a button and say, yes, I want nice job to connect to Facebook. Uh, We can also connect to Yellow Pages, City Search, uh, Capterra, HomeAdvisor, TripAdvisor, Yelp, BBB is coming in a couple weeks here. So we've got quite a few different review channels you can connect to. Most of them will connect automatically for you. And then you just plug in your uh, social media. So uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, connect that up because we haven't gone into it. But we also help automate your social media marketing using all your reviews, which is pretty cool
1: and that's it and then you're done so that is pretty amazing and but just so, so everybody understands so you get this amazing five-star review from janet No, let's call her janice then i don't know i love the, the name jan i just pictured denim jeans and 80s hair but okay so janice she loves you she thinks you're a rock star. gives you a five-star review nice job we will take that five-star review and then do more marketing with it what does that look like how does that work
0: yeah, so we, we take that five star review. From Janice. And then, from Janice. You got to say, where, <laughs> I'm picturing her hair. <laughs> uh, little known fact I actually had a pretty good mullet in the 80s.
1: Yeah? Oh, I got. Oh, yeah, you got yeah, to dig a picture up of that, Lars.
0: I, I had a full on, like, two finger spike on the top and a little <laughs> bit long on the back, and it kind of curled out the. No, it was pretty. Did
1: you dry. perm the back? They used to perm the back part, make it curly. I did not perm the bat. Oh, no, you weren't I, committed.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't perm the bat. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So no, no matter where Janet, Janice left the review, she may, maybe she left it on Google or Facebook or, or you know City Search, wherever she left it. We're gonna grab it. We'll pull it into your nice job account, and then we're gonna schedule it to be shared out to your social media networks. Because you've got this amazing marketing nugget here. You know, Janice's review is gold. Like, she loves Send Jim. So, she wrote this incredible story about Send Jim, and uh, you want more people to see that. So, you need to get that out there onto your Facebook company page, onto your Twitter account, into your LinkedIn company page, and we automate that for you. We get it out there at the best time onto your social media networks. But then we also take Janice's review. And we publish it out right away to your website. And I won't get too nerdy on it, but we, we wrap it all up in some fancy markup that tells Google, hey, this is a review from Janice. And she left you five stars. And then Google grabs that and goes, hey, you've got a review from Janice on your website. So it, it works really cool. And that all
1: happens you know, completely automatically. So you don't have to touch it. So, Lars, for a system this incredible, it must cost at least $1,000 a week to use it, right?
0: Absolutely. That price is just for you, though.
1: <laughs> I'm going into my <laughs> infomercial price. But, Lars, if it, if it costs less than $1,000 a week, I, I can't even imagine. Is it only $500 a month? How much is it, Lars?
0: I'm going to throw in, if you order within the next 30 minutes, a free set of plastic cutlery.
1: Um, <laughs> plastic cutlery. Oh, my um, gosh.
0: No, it's uh, so we really tried to keep the pricing as low as we could because our target market is, you know, not huge monolith like giant companies that have millions of dollars to spend. It's your average guy who's just working really hard and he's doing an amazing job for his customers and he needs to get a reputation and that's who we want to reward. That was the whole mission and we haven't changed that mission. We want to help that guy, or girl. Um, so the pricing is reasonable. It starts at 45 bucks a month, uh, for our light plan. The light plan has, doesn't have the integrations like with send Gym. Uh, It's just very basic, but then we've got our full pro plan that does everything. And that's $75 a month. Uh, and that's going to take care of the whole kit and caboodle. It's going to connect to your, your other products like send Gym or Jobber or response a bit. Uh, We connect to about a 1,000 different apps using Zapier. we got new connections coming out next month for QuickBooks, Intercom, and Zendesk. So you can connect it to pretty much anything to create these automated systems. Um, And then just press play on it, and it'll start getting you a whole lot of new
1: reviews. Well, that's a screaming deal, Lars. And I know how expensive software is. Good God, it's expensive. Uh, So that's a screaming deal. And if you, to the listener now, if you want to succeed in life, then go sign up for a Nice Job. If you want to fail, then don't sign up for a Nice Job. That's it. You guys all have a great day. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's a non-negotiable thing. So you got to be getting reviews if you want to do it manually and punish yourself. Be my guest. But it's so inexpensive, man. You can't go out to dinner for fifty or seventy bucks, especially when you have five kids like me. But I digress. So do you have any closing thoughts, Lars, or words of encouragement? As all these. Maniacs go try to fight the good fight this year and build their business.
0: Yeah, j- just we're super proud of all the s- uh, services, com- service companies out there that are doing such a good job for their customers. Um, you know that's what it's all about, providing something of real value. And we're out there to try to help you guys get the reputation that you deserve when you are when you are doing that job. So uh, you know if if we can help you, we're we're excited about that. And if you're using Nice Job definitely plug it into send Jim because creating those automated systems. I, I can't speak highly enough about that. It's when you connect the systems that you get the power. So, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, and not to go down a whole rabbit trail, but with responsive bid and what they do and you can, you know, quote a job and it's automated. They book it. It's automated. When the job's done, send Jim will automatically send them a thank you sequence and it will trigger a nice job review sequence. Plus, Send Jim can automate uh, marketing to the neighbors of that customer through their neighbor mailing. Like, holy cow! Like you're you're eating a hot pocket in your underwear, and all this is happening. It's amazing. It's really amazing. I can't believe it. When was the last time you ate your hot pocket in your underwear? Oh, it's it's been it's been weeks at this point. But uh, yeah, I need to go pick up another box of hot pockets. But hey, so go to nicejob.co. Everybody, nicejob.co. Uh, They also have some other amazing products. They have a website builder thing. It's it's far beyond that. You need to check it out. Just go nerd out and check and scroll around. Uh, Really, really good, clean, stable, amazing technology. Very smart people over at job. And uh, I appreciate you hanging out and talking about Janice with me today, Lars. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, My pleasure. Talk later, Josh. What's up, podcast world? I am a little sick, but I had to append an audio message to the end of this interview with Lars uh, after we hung up. He decided to send me a link for a coupon for you. So if you want to sign up for a nice job, you can save 50 bucks. You get a $50 credit on your account. There's a link. I'm going to put it in the show notes and just click it if you're interested and sign up. Hope you guys have a great, great day. Take care